Hey, this is Dan from Intercom, and you're listening to Intercom on Customer Engagement. Episode 8, How to Craft Your Messaging Schedule. As your business grows, you need to start thinking about creating and automating your customer engagement strategy. Unfortunately, sending messages individually just doesn't scale as your customer base grows. The low-hanging fruit here is to create a simple message schedule. This can be time-based, as any user receives a message on day one after sign-up, another on day eight, and so on. Or it can be behavior-based, like a message when someone is yet to invite teammates or has created a project. When you're getting your product or company off the ground, either one of these approaches may suit your needs. Much of your communication with customers will still be personal and one-to-one, but you can take things to the next level by combining time and behavior. That means you won't inadvertently send new signups a message about the calendar feature in your app on day five when they've already used it. In fact, this philosophy is what led us to build the Smart Campaigns feature in our Engage product. Let's quickly run through each of these approaches. Schedule one, time or behavior-based. The simplest message schedule is a timeline for the set of messages you want customers to receive at key moments during their life cycle using your product. Just as you don't expect the host to ask you to fill out a comment card as you take your seat in a restaurant, it doesn't make much sense to ask a customer who signed up yesterday to follow you on Twitter. In the early days of the relationship, you've got much more important things to talk about. Start by mapping your key messages along a timeline. A basic onboarding drip campaign is a good example here. A message is sent on day one, day five, day 15, and day 30 to help new signups get deeper into the product. The problem is that drip campaigns with hardwired time or behavior-based rules can't easily adapt to how different customers use your product in different ways and over different timeframes. They lock your customers into a series of messages and ignore the progress your customers may or may not have made with your product. Schedule two, time and behavior-based. This is a better and more sophisticated solution. Combining time and behavior allows you to become much more targeted and relevant to your customers. Let's think back to our previous example about asking new customers to follow you on Twitter. Even if you are only using time-based messages, that's not a good message for day two of your relationship. Combining time and behavior filters means you can make sure that messages reach the right people at exactly the right time. So you might apply some filters like signed up more than 30 days ago, which means the user is no longer in onboarding, and couple that with read two blog posts, meaning they've showed interest in your content. Even better, you could add a filter like attended a webinar, indicating a key activation step. A message like this on its own is relatively easy to understand, but as customers start to take more and more behaviors, it can become increasingly hard to keep track of and understand the relationship between them. That's because you've created this n-dimensional space. Time is on one dimension, and then every new behavior you include adds another dimension. These complex decision trees are impossible to hold in your head. Schedule three, campaign-based. At Intercom, we think about message scheduling in a way that liberates you from having to create complex decision trees to account for the many different actions people can take and orders they can be taken in. With our Smart Campaigns feature on our Engage product, we collapse the ingredients that inform your message schedule, time, context, and behavior, back down to time. After all, time is the easiest way you can comprehend how a customer is going to experience your messages. The next thing we consider is the frequency with which you want to message customers. For instance, maybe that's every two days during onboarding, and maybe it's once a week when you are trying to encourage upgrades to your new pricing plan. 
Then, rather than asking you to consider the dependencies or direct relationships between each of the messages, you just prioritize your most important messages from top to bottom, from most important to least. So you might give your getting started video message top priority, and the follow us on Twitter message could be number 10. That's the logic behind smart campaigns. Rather than forcing you to guess the pathways people might take in your product or how they respond to your messages, smart campaigns adapt the order of messages for each customer. There are two distinct advantages to this approach. One, you can get specific about targeting based on behavior, and two, the campaign adapts to each individual user without having to create and maintain complex decision trees. At Intercom, we've been using message schedules and campaigns to communicate with a large customer base for several years, and we've picked up on some key best practices along the way. First off, strike a balance between messages that encourage action and messages that educate your customers. As an example, once a customer has uploaded a few photos to your photo sharing app, an action you want to encourage, it's a good idea to share tips that will help them get the most from your product. Then, consider adding replied to any message as a campaign goal. Once a user has replied to any message in that campaign, which makes a useful proxy for engagement, they won't receive any more messages. It's also worth trying to target users who clicked a link in one of your messages, but didn't complete the action you wanted. For instance, users who clicked a link on a conversion message, but didn't sign up for a paid plan, might need a stronger incentive, like a discount. It's always a good idea to check if any of your campaign messages have bounced for specific users. Maybe these users have entered their incorrect email address you should follow up with them with an in-app message to ensure you get their correct one. Finally, if you want to prevent a group of users who have received one message from getting another message, you can add the rule, received message X is false. This is useful for sending two different versions of a similar message to two different groups of users. For example, you won't want to send active users the same message as those who are slipping away. While it's true that creating a message schedule that understands time, behavior, and context is a lot harder than creating a set-it-and-forget-it drip campaign, it's the single best way of sending a series of messages that truly engage your customers. In practice, this is an iterative process where customer feedback and conversation, as well as performance, will inform the changes you make. This has been Intercom on Customer Engagement. Today, it's easier than ever to launch a software business. But what separates the good from the great products is how engaged they can keep their users. Getting hundreds of thousands of users is the new normal, and it's the products that can keep those users that ultimately count. We firmly believe real customer engagement comes from meaningful communications with the people who are using your product. Opening your business up to regular interactions with customers might not come naturally, but if you're in it for the long haul, for customer attention and loyal users, you'll have to tackle it head on. As Stripe's Patrick McKinsey says, no startup has ever died because they spent too much time talking to customers. Now that you've made it this far, it's up to you to implement the lessons and make your messaging strategy your own. We'd love to hear how you do with these strategies. Let us know on our blog, Inside Intercom. It's where we share our latest thinking, not just on customer engagement, but on a range of topics like product management, design, customer success, and marketing all the things that impact internet businesses. To hear conversations with some of the leading minds in all of these spaces, you can also subscribe to our Inside Intercom podcast on iTunes or your favorite podcast app. And to get in-depth lessons on everything from onboarding to jobs to be done and the lessons we've learned building Intercom, 
you can check out our library of published books at intercom.com forward slash books. We hope you've learned some useful tactics for deepening your relationships with customers and having those conversations at scale. If you have, we'd love if you shared the series with your friends so they can benefit from it as well. This has been Intercom on Customer Engagement. Thank you.